where you live shouldn't limit your access to quality internet. That's not fair. U.S. Cellular introduces fast and fair high-speed internet. With reliable home internet from U.S. Cellular, now there's no limit to how you stream, game, and work. So instead of this, you get this. Upgrade to fast and fair high-speed internet from U.S. Cellular. Upgrade to fair. This is not a time to go off course. This is not a time to lose your focus. Got a word to do for the Lord. The Believers Walking in the Way of Righteousness is now on the air. Our goal is to awaken you from the tradition and the errors of religion and bring you back to the simplicity of the gospel of Christ. If you have any questions or are in need of prayer, please stay tuned until the end of the broadcast. We will give you our website and our mailing address. So at this time, it gives me great pleasure to bring to you our minister, Brother James Ware. God bless you. Truly, we thank, thank the Lord for being here another day by way of radio. I count it a blessing as well as a privilege to be able to come to you this day by way of radio. At this time, let me pray. Father, in the name of Jesus the Christ, I thank you. I praise you. I honor you in all that you're doing, all that you're going to do. I ask you to bless today, Lord. We thank you for this day that thou has blessed us. And I thank you for the opportunity to be able to speak to your peoples. I ask you to move on me that I say nothing of myself, but I speak that which you would have me to say. And God, I ask you to deal with that one, that one discouraged today, that I may say something that might encourage their heart and their mind. Father, we thank you. We praise you. I honor you. In Jesus the Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. Well, praise God. Praise the Lord. Yes, we are in a new calendar year. Amen. God have blessed some of us to cross over to another uh, calendar year. Amen. If you had told me that I would be that in this day and time, I would never believe it. But God knew. He knew. He had it planned. He had me focused. Amen. He had me in his eyes that I would be for such a time as this. Amen. A lot of times we uh, plan things, but the truth of the matter is God is the greatest planner. Amen. They plan. I, I can remember just a few years back, they was planning that maybe I was getting ready to check out of here. Amen. That was a few years back. And now I'm later. God have blessed me and enabled me to be here for another time in order to carry that which he have given me to do. I want to say 
Before I get started, my young brother' birthday is tomorrow. Amen. And my, he's the youngest of eight of us. I'm the oldest, he the youngest. Uh, and we, I thank God for him. I'm believing God for him. A higher heights and a deeper depths in the Lord. He confessed to know the Lord, but I want him to be in the position that he obeying the Lord in fullness and in truth. Amen. And then I also have a daughter uh, my baby girl, amen, she will be having, uh, honoring her birthday. And I know, yes, I know some of you saying, well, I don't honor my birthday. I don't, I don't, okay, that's you. And I ain't getting in a debate about it. I understand what scripture says. I understand that scripture doesn't say yay or nay. I understand all that. But I don't follow the holidays neither. Uh, the holidays is not commanded for me to do so, but I don't disrespect others that chose to do so. When they say happy holidays, I say God bless you <laughs> and uh, move on. And I know that this is not a new year. I'm, I'm very much aware of this. This is a new calendar year according to the system that we are set up in. A new year doesn't come in the heart of the winter. I'm sorry, I know, and, and I'm not teaching on that. I'm not trying to uh, be critical on this. The only thing I'm saying is that a new year uh, starts in the spring of the year. And if you search the scripture, you will see that we are doing things that's contrary to the will and the plan of God. And because God loved you, he have allowed you to be another day, another time, another calendar year in order for you to come to the knowledge of the truth. So many peoples are losing out because of the fact that they are going forth and they are doing what they want to do, okay? And what I mean by they're doing what they want to do, they're justifying, they're they rationalizing, the scriptures, they are saying, oh, uh, the Lord, I don't feel, I don't think. Beloved, it is no reason for you to say, I don't feel and I don't think. Now, it's the grace of God that you hear. It's the grace of God that God and mercy have come. And see, a lot of times we spend more time, we really do, we spend more time trying to, uh, what I would say, mark up time or just go forth and try to prove this and prove that when we should have our lifestyle. Our lifestyle should be doing it. We that are knowing the truth, I was telling somebody just last week, uh, and we thank God for Minister Casey coming on the broadcast on last week. It was a blessing. Amen. It truly was. But back to my daughter, I pray that God opened up her understanding even the more. Uh, a lot of times, parents, let me say this. We raised children. Yes, we in the church, and yes, I was a pastor of the church. That's all she know. But you know, sometimes we get so wrapped up and tied up in church affairs till we forget about uh, 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 our family. We don't spend the time with our family 
that we should. So while we out trying to win the world, we losing our family. I just believe, I believe from the sincereness of my heart, if I had to raise my children again, I thank God that I don't have none in prison and the mercy of God don't have them uh, in uh, uh, not only in the prison, but they're not uh, passed. But listen, they are yet alive with a right, with a mindset. Uh, they all confess to be saved, but uh, if they possessing it, mm, that's between them and God. Um, they know what they got to do. But I, I, I have to repent. I had to repent to them because I raised them, uh, said to say, somewhat in a hypocritical way. I know preachers don't like coming on the air telling things, but you know what? When uh, things be going wrong, and still, a, I, I, I remember, and I tell this story, told it so many times, about when I was telling them to believe God for faith, and and I did my the baby girl who I'm talking about a birthday uh, coming up, uh, Saturday, Amen. She uh, in turn had a little bicycle, and she kept putting it in the street. So I decided, when I come in the driveway, I decided to do what? To hide the bicycle and make her think that it's, I think I put it in the trunk. I don't know what I did with it. I might have put it up under the house. I don't. I can't remember what I did with it right off, but I hid it. And she just knew that somebody had took her bicycle. She, in turn, uh, wouldn't eat. She said she was going to fast to believe God to bring her bicycle back. So she not only fast from supper that night, but she went to school, and she didn't even eat in school, not knowing that I had her bicycle and I was trying to teach her a lesson, not leaving in the driveway. And, and I was so moved that she was willing to, uh, which I put the bicycle back, and so that built her faith up. She believed that God will do something for you if you sacrifice, because she had heard me say that. I had another one to tell me, uh, the old, next to the oldest said, uh, Daddy, when we ran out of gas, Daddy, you go get, uh, you don't need to get gas, why don't you just pray? And I'm being sarcastic, I said, well, you pray. And in the process of me praying, uh, uh, telling, I told her that she she need to pray, and in the process she prayed, and God literally put gas in a uh, uh, gallon can that I had back there. Uh, I asked my my deceased wife at the time, "Did you put the gas in there?" And she said, "No, I hadn't put no gas in there." But anyway. What I'm trying to say, believers, a lot of times we talk this Christianity, this and this uh, believers that and this saints this and saints that, but how many times do you spend time with your children? You, you see, they see the other side of you. Yeah, they see one side, the church side, but they also see the other side. Now, seeing the other side, does that make them feel that, well, dead mom must be doing right because I see her, him, 
uh, standing up for the Lord, and I see them not arguing. But a lot of times, believers, you've got to consider this. And, and some of us lost loved one last year, uh, last calendar year, and God saw fit to let you come in this calendar year. But here's what I want you to understand. Some of us that we are doing, okay, we are doing things, sad to say, that's bringing a reproach to the name of God. And we are doing it because of the fact that we want them to see us religious, but then we are not letting Just like, okay, I give you this. Just like you telling your daughter, your son, this is what Santa Claus brought you. Now, you knew Santa Claus didn't bring them that. But you start off telling them fibs like that, not being true to them. Or you saying, uh, I uh, put your tooth under the pillow and the tooth fairy uh, going to do this, going to give you this and give you that. And still you're saying, wait a minute, let me buy that tooth from you. Well, what you going to do with it, Mama, Daddy? Well, I, that's what I say. Just let me have that tooth. And, of course, my baby girl, the one that's finna had a birthday, she went and got tooth from her friends in school, talking about, well, if you get this, I, you can get more money because my dad buy them. But uh, I had to hurry up and tell her I only buy her teeth because she was going to bring me teeth from her little classmates and all. And, and here's what I'm saying, believers. We got to save our household first. We got to be priests of our home. Yes, I know every home don't have a male in it, don't have a, a, a husband that's living for the Lord. But to those of you sisters that say you love God, how often do you pray and, and get in the scriptures with them? Have a time for Bible study. Start, I'm not telling nobody because I don't believe in no New Year's resolution and all this, but we need to stand and tell them the truth. You need to have a time for devotional in your home. I mean, everybody should think because listen, you listen to me now. You're the one that's saying you saved. You're the one that's saying you walk in the new life and you're this and you're that. But they are seeing you watching this certain programs on TV that's not edifying. Uh, I've seen how many saints I can imagine. How, I, so many uh, saints are doing what? Watching these different programs that only thing on there is homosexuality, sin on both ends. Yes. And it's gratifying. It's edifying. I got to catch my program. How about you catching a time to have in your home? Oh, yeah, it's good for you all to want to go fellowship. I'm not condemning that. I, I, I don't necessarily believe that it's not a command, but if that's what you want to do. But you need to bring this home. You need to spend time home. Even if your children is grown, Invite them back. If they're still in the city, they're still around, invite them back and say, look, every Tuesday night, every Wednesday night, every Thursday night, every, whatever night, Monday night, I don't know. Whatever uh, you chose and ask God, I'm having Bible study in my home. 
and I'm asking you all to come on and be a part of because, see, when we stand before God, believers, and we have not did that which we, God, have commissioned us to do, then we might fall in the, uh, the thing in, in the scripture where uh, he said uh, to them, have we not prophesied in your name? Have we not uh, did wonderful work? Matthew, what, Matthew's uh, 7, 21, that's what it is. And uh, and and when you go to doing that, believe it, it's sad. When you fall in the category, see, these people thought that they was doing the right thing. They really did. I know, I know. You say, well, Brother Way, I done heard you say that before. That's okay. Amen. You can hear it again. And uh, we thank God for you listening, but we want you to know the truth because so many people, are saying that they know the truth, but are we doing the things different? What can you say? 721 says this. Here it is. It says, Not everyone that says unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Many will say unto me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied? Yes, we was prophesying. We were saying what thus says the Lord. And in thy name, uh, and in thy name have we cast out devils. Wait a minute. We were saying, Satan, I rebuke you. You need to leave out of him. You're not going to be in my home. Then, and in thy name, done many wonderful work. I heard people talking about they was giving the people uh, in the old folks' home, uh, I mean the uh, convalescent home, forgive me. In the convalescent home, they were saying they had give this, they had did prison ministry, they gave the prison this and that. And, and all that sounds good, but all that is not necessarily the will and the plan of God, folks. It's not. We got to see the will and the plan of God. If you see the will and the plan of God, and then you move in that. So start at, the, uh, at your household. Start having a Bible study. Man, if you're in there, you're the leader of your home, show forth that example. I truly believe that that's why we're losing it at. Men's are not being example. No, ma'am, no, sir. We are not being examples because we are doing what uh, uh, we are saying. It's okay. You can do this, wife. You can do that, wife. And, and, and we make the wife the head instead of saying, look, God have chose me to be the leader. And since he have chose me to be the leader, I'm going to be the example. The leader gives the example of what we should do. The leader just don't say, I'm the leader. I'm the leader. I'm the leader. That's not edifying. That's not showing nothing different than somebody being Lord over God's inheritance. You can tell this person, do that, do this, do that, do that. But what about the sacrifice? What about you saying, I want to have a time? Now, we got what we call our man cave. Now, that's a new thing that going, well, it's new to me. Now, I see it like that. They got uh, this man cave. They want to be by themselves, leave them alone. They're going... I don't have a problem with you being left alone if you want to watch your sports at a particular time. 
But here's my problem with that. The problem with that is when do you have family time? When is it family time? When is it time that you get into the word of God? Means God is going to judge you on how you did to your family. Oh, yes, he will. He's going to judge you. He's going to let you know that you have not submitted to the will and the plan of God. You have not took leadership of your family and began to lead them in righteousness. This is what it's about. It's not about uh, how much money I'm giving in the church or how many times I go to a church building when, when you're home. And I can, I'm, I can only say that because I went through that. Now, I don't have uh, nobody in the house but me now. So it ain't that uh, I'm obligated to do it, but I have a time set aside is my devotional time. And I invite people to come along, whether they in the neighborhood, or my sisters, my brothers, my nieces, nephews. I invite them to come along because that's the, my devotional time that I have for the home. I just believe right now we all need to have a devotional time. And to those of you that said that you really love God, but you don't have time to give him, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. You put everything in your, if they tell you, uh, if you're a Falcon fan, or you're a Saint fan, or you are a, uh, uh, whatever fan you is, when they own television or own the radio, you make it a point to try to see them. Why? Because that's the fan you, you celebrate your team. Now, again, that's good if that's what you want to do. But I think it's sad that you can do that, but you don't have a time sit in your household that you say, listen to what you say, God bless you with this house. God bless you with this apartment. God bless you with this wherever you are living at, okay? You're saying God bless you with it. And the thing that God bless you with, you are not willing to dedicate it to the Lord by giving God, some time. And that's all I'm trying to say. We need to dedicate it back to God by giving him, let him become the head of it. Let the Lord become the head of the household. When you allow God to be the head of the household, I promise you situations will come, but the devil will bring them, but he sure can't keep them down. And the reason we got so much disturbance that's going on in the homes and the children are doing things because we put them on the back burner until something come up. The first thing we want to say, did not I raise my children? I tried to raise them right. Well, brother preacher, how many times did you pray with them? Uh, bro uh, brother, brother man, sister, how many times that you had a devotion? You know, I tell people, now that you might think is funny, you might not even think it's uh, enough time, but I think you should have a devoted time that you give God every single day at the same time, at least five days a week. At least five days a week, you should have your time that you spend with God. You spend it with the Lord. And I guarantee you, God will begin to open up your understanding. God will begin to do things in your life.
that uh, you can't even imagine. Yes, I hear the preachers telling you, bring you all the tithes to the storehouse of the Lord, that that might be meat in my house. They use that, and they're using that because they are concerned about the finance. But how many times do you hear the preachers telling you that you should be priests and you should give God 10% of your time? So what I do, I tell people to start off by giving them 15 minutes. Be faithful every single day, giving them 15 minutes a day at the same time. And once you complete that, then I say go to 30 minutes. And I, and and the same time every single day, 30 minutes, 30 minutes, 30 minutes. And then pretty soon you keep on going up until you get uh, two hours and 20 minutes. And, and if you can do that per day, man, you have an anointed in your life that you can't believe. And that's all we are trying to get you to see. You, we got to put Christ head of our life and that we will get honor to the Father for what he have given you, a sacrifice for your sins, that you can come out of sins and walk into the newness of life. It's not about uh, whether you're doing it according to Brother Ware. It's according to the word of God. I'm going to take a break, and I'll be back in a couple of minutes, and then we're going to get further. I, I, I just had this time that I want you to understand, don't just allow to come into another calendar year and not allow, look at the blessings that he have chose you, that he have called you to be that called out generation, to be the one that he's going to use in these last and evil days. God bless you. Be right back. Praise the Lord, my friend. Brother Ware will return shortly. I would like to take a minute to invite you to pray for the believers walking in righteousness and minister Brother Ware. We thank you for listening and would be really grateful if you would let a friend know about the broadcast. Please stay tuned until the end of the message for all contact information. We will be taking questions and comments in the second half of the broadcast. Please call 404-355-8699. That's 404-355-8699. And now, welcome back, Brother Ware. God bless you. Yes, we are back. We are back. Amen. Usually I take phone calls at this particular time, but this is a pre-recorded broadcast, and I'm not able to take phone calls. But if you have any question, once the broadcast go off, please feel free to call me at 404-293-7557. That's 404-293-7557. And I'll be ever so uh, glad to give you an answer on that which you are uh, searching for. If you don't, I'll find it and call you back. Amen. If I don't answer the phone, and leave your name and number on the answer machine, and we'll be more than happy. Love for you to visit our website, brotherjamesware.org. We really would that you uh, don't, uh, uh, that you can get in touch. 
that you can get in touch. And um, only thing I'm saying that you might want to be a blessing or you might want to have us in your area. Amen. We want to be able to do whatever God would have us to do. Amen. Now, back to what I was saying. Here's my uh, problem that I'm seeing. We learn the church etiquette thing and learn to look good in the church. But it's so sad that we cannot follow through a lifestyle in our homes. Brotherings, you cannot not be, uh, can't be doing what you're doing and not being the head of your home. You Being the head is being the example. Sister, you cannot show forth yourself as a woman of God when you are not submitting yourself to the will and the plan of God through your husband. You say your husband not saved. Then the Bible teaches me without the word, he shall be one with your chaste conversation. Now, if we know these things and we can do these things and we can give God our time, we just as I was saying, some of you got your programs and that's good that you got your programs. I'm not condemning that. You, except it's just outrageous. But what I'm saying, that's not the issue. The issue is, are you willing to set aside a time for God? That's all I'm saying. Yes, I believe, yes, I, I will never hardly come on radio without uh, mentioning that you should observe the commandments of God. And the reason I say you should observe the commandments of God because that's the ground rule, and that's the ground rules that God laid down himself. And he says he's a God. He cannot lie, okay? He don't change. If he said it, he'll bring it to pass. And if he'll bring it to pass, then therefore we must fall in line to what God says. And until we can do that, uh, then everything else is don't mean nothing, and really don't. That's why when we when you see your children, well, you know, I taught them right, but they did this and they grew up, and you know, they did what they wanted to do. No, 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 no. They did what they saw you do. You wasn't doing the right thing, and so they caught caught hold to the wrong thing, and because that you caught up to the wrong thing, then here's the problem. You didn't bring forth fruit worthy of repentance. That's the problem. Bring forth fruit worthy of repentance. Now think about it. Think about it. When John the Baptist told, he saw them come. Uh, matter of fact, I need to turn to that uh, since the Lord uh, allowed that to come up in my mind. Uh, I think that's uh, in Matthew's. Amen. And see, this is the thing. We have to, we have to understand that we need fruit worthy of repentance. Uh, as I was saying before the break, I was saying, why don't we have a time frame to try to get ourselves to the Lord? Now, listen, uh, um, Matthew's the third chapter and around the uh, uh, seventh verse, it says this, but when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees uh, come to his baptism, 
he said unto them, O generation of viper, who have warned you to flee from the wrath to come, bring forth therefore fruit meat for repentance. Now let me ask you something. Are you bringing forth fruit worthy of repentance? Are you going forth and showing that the repentance is more than just uh, to say, I'm sorry, God, forgive me for my sins, how these hypocrite preachers have said. It's more to it than that, beloved. It's more to it than you saying these things with your lips. It has to be a face value thing. Any, uh, any of you, uh, will somebody say they love you, you want to take it to a level, you need to show me love, not just saying something with your lips. You want to see an action. And when you see an action, love is an action, okay? Love is the way that you can prove that you do love them by your ways and action. But so many people, see, so many people get caught up on what somebody is saying. So many young ladies have been deceived because they heard the word, I love you. And they thought that that boy, I talked to a young lady on last week, she uh, said she only asked her, ba her baby daddy to get some wipes, and he hung up the phone on and told her that he didn't have no money for no wipe. And here's a mother, a young mother, is striving to try to raise her child, and just she working at this particular place, and I'm thinking, look like you should have a little compassion. But see, we don't see our uh, 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 errors until something done happen down the road. Then the errors will come forth. Now, because she's uh, this young man is not in this child's life, and he is out chasing other young ladies that he wasn't uh, didn't have the time to do so earlier, but now he was with with the one, but now he's with the other ones. So therefore, guess what? He only hurting the child. The only hurt is the child. The child will suffer in this situation. So what I'm saying, brother, sister, I'm saying start this calendar year off in a positive manner that you're going to spend some time every single day with the Lord. And, and listen, Proverbs, you got 30, 31 Proverbs. You got a Proverbs today. Every day, whatever date in the month, you read that proverb. In case you uh, didn't get it, didn't get the first, second, and the, and the third, guess what? Tomorrow you got the fourth, fifth, and you keep, keep going. Whatever day, do that and watch what God will begin to do. Watch how God will begin to change things. Watch how your life begin to come and blossom. And then honor the commandments of God that God himself wrote, as I say, as a ground rule, but he wrote it in order for life to keep us out of sin because the Bible declares sin is the transgression of the law. And if I'm committing sin, I'm breaking the commandments of God. Yes, Christ died 
for the sacrificial laws. Yes, we don't have to sacrifice doves and this and that. We don't have to do this. But we should show forth the love of Christ by just dedicating some time with him. I'm serious. I think it's sad that we, because we're going to church, because we're doing this, and because we're doing that, and we're reading the Bible most of the time just to prove something to somebody else. We're not reading the Bible to say, God, speak to me about my sins. And God called us in your sins. He didn't wait till you got straightened out. He called you in your sin. And he called you knowing some of you was a liar. Some of you was a deceiver. Some of you was a backbiter. Some of you was an adulteress. He called you out of that. And therefore, he called you because that was reality. That was people's in the Bible. When he called his disciples, believers, when he called his disciples, he called every one of them, knowing that they had these past things in their life, knowing Peter had an attitude problem, cussing, swearing, and willing to fight. He knew this, so he knew that Peter would be have compassion to help the other man. That's why he called you. He called you because you will uh, have compassion to know what you're dealing with. See, he called us in the calling so that we can move forward and be a blessing to others in that area. He knows what he's doing. He knows about you. He knows your weakness. He knows your strong point. But we try to uh, stand on our strong parts and make everybody else seem sad. And that's not the way of God. The way of God is to come out of your sin, brother, sister. Come out of your sins and begin to walk in the newness of life. Begin to walk in the era that God has placed you in that you might uh, be an affected believer, that you might your life will transform starting in the home, leaving the home, then starting on the out. You cannot go out and call yourself winning the world, and it, the Bible let us know your sin will find you out. Yes, they will. The wages of sin is death, and it's been plenty of people that you thought they was getting by. You thought their sin wouldn't be revealed, but down the road, it was revealed some sin followed them after, according to the scriptures. Some followed them after the grave. Some followed them before the grave. But nevertheless, the sin was following. And that's all I'm trying to get you to understand today, that you have to be in that position that you have to know that you need to give God some time. It is, it, it's time out talking about you going to church once a week, twice a week, and you feeling justified. Man, I'm telling you, it's time out for that hypocrisy, that, 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 that hypocrite stuff. And you know that you ain't where you're supposed to be, and you're not even trying to get where God wants you to be. You're not trying to live. Yes, you tell others, yes, I'm just trying to do what God's will is. No, you ain't. No, you're not. Yes, you may be saying that you say. You may be saying that you love God. You may be saying it, but your ways and action, 
You're, some of you got jobs that you spend more time on the job. And don't get me wrong. The Bible says man don't work, he don't eat. But where are you going to put God in the slot? In other words, I, I'm going to give you some of my leftover time. And yet he's supposed to be the most important person in your life. He's supposed to be your Lord and Savior. He's supposed to be Lord over all, but you putting him in a slot. God, well, I mean, let me see. I ain't, I ain't doing nothing right now, but so let me go on and give a little time and read a couple of scriptures and make yourself feel justified. No, no, no. You feeling justified is not the thing. You're only deceiving yourself. I'm sorry. That's all you're doing. You are deceiving yourself. God, trying to, the Lord is trying to get you to come up and to be an example in these last and even days. To see the reproach of saying, yes, it's the grace of God. Yes, it, I know that's what Ephesians say. His grace, his grace is what Sam is saying. We are saved through his grace. It was the grace of God that loved you. But after you got saved, believers, the Bible teaches us in Romans, the 12th chapter, in the first and second verse, that you need to present your bodies to a, a living sacrifice. Living sacrifice. What are you really sacrificing? What are you really doing to say that I'm obeying God? See, uh, when the truth is, in, is coming forth, then it's got to be something that you're doing. Because, see, you already done said you are a new creature in Christ Jesus. Yeah, you might have quit drinking. You might have quit smoking. You might have quit uh, committing adultery. If you had a sweetheart or something, some of you stopped doing that. But that's the full as you're taking it. And that's why we are being deceived. We are being deceived because we're looking at the outward sin. But our heart still ain't, we don't have compassion for somebody that's lost. We are not trying to help people to get converted unless they are part of our group. If they come to our church, then, yeah, we're, we're accepting them. No, we got to understand it's for us to teach them all things. That's, that's what the Scripture said in the book, uh, the, uh, uh, St. John, the 14th chapter, and around about the 26th verse is saying that he's going to send the Spirit of God, and it will teach you, it will guide you into all things. So if it's going to lead you and guide you into all things, it sure ain't going to let you forget about the commandments of God, and it's not going to allow you to forget about the commandments of God only because of the fact that the commandments is what God wrote himself with his own finger. Now, if he wrote them with his finger, why would you change it and say, well, it, it don't matter what day. It may not matter when you didn't know any better. A whole lot of things you did when you was younger as children, you didn't know any better. It didn't matter. Some, it hurt. But guess what? What we, are, no, what we need to understand that these people need to quit misusing the scriptures to make one feel justified in sin to not let them come out. I, well, you know, the Bible said that if I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in my heart, God has raised him from the dead, thy shall be saved. Guess what? Some did get saved like that. I, I, I mean, the, word of, the Bible said the word of God 
would not go void. So even though somebody else heard it and somebody didn't get it, somebody else might have got it. But uh, did you get what I'm saying? Other words, the word of God not don't go out void. It's going to accomplish. Somebody will take it and get serious, and then they will become that new creation. As Second uh, Corinthians five seventeen say that you are a new creation in Him. But when you are not, listen to me, believers. When you are not having a change of heart when you're condemning the peoples of God and not trying to help them. It's a different story when you're helping people. Yes, when you're helping them and they don't want your help, then you can, as Scripture said, shake the dust off your feet, okay? It's gone and don't even be. But how is it that we supposed to be have the power of the Holy Ghost and say that I'm walking in holiness and is not a witness for the Lord. That's sad. Yes, it is. That is sad. We become a witness when we receive the Spirit of God. And when you receive the Spirit of God, you ask God to give you the gift of the Holy Ghost. It's a gift. It's not nothing that you can earn and beg and plead. You just act. It's a gift. And it will lead and guide you in the direction that he feels that he would have for you. Because he just saved you for a purpose, believer. you got to understand that he saved you for a purpose. Are you fulfilling the purpose, or are you ripping and running and changing this direction, changing that direction, or are you going to the church house and you being so uh, sociable Lord, I'm doing your will because I play in ties and kind of like the Pharisee, he beat his breath on his breast and said, Lord, I thank you. Well, no, he didn't, the, the sinner man did that, but the, the, the man said, oh, Lord, I, I pay tithes, I do this, I do that, and, and, and we brag. We get in our position to brag. Yes, we brag on what we are doing. And that's the sad part. And we are not doing what he would have you to do. See, some of you got a, you got your all-together plan. Yes, you don't sit down and say, Lord, this is what I want to do. That's why we got so many ministers, so many preachers, so many churches are doing what they want to do. Oh, they'll say God leading them. They'll tell you that God is leading them. But the truth of the matter is the Bible teaches us that the Holy Ghost will do what? Quicken your model body. According to the book of Romans, it said that same spirit that raised Jesus up from the dead, uh, uh, Romans what? Romans 8 and uh, 11 and somewhere in there. It said that same uh, uh, spirit that raised Jesus up from the dead will also quicken your model body. Okay, why can't it quicken your body to tell you you need to pray for that brother and sister? You need to talk to them about witnessing to them, not in a, a, a commanding way. See, we want to be lords over God's inheritance. That's how a lot of ministers, and we accept that because we believe that that's love. And that's sad, but we do. Uh, a lot of people believe, oh, he really loves me because he, in turn, said this and said that. 
No, ma'am. No, sir. That's not love. Love is uh, an example of giving and looking for nothing in return, giving themselves. I thank God that God changed me, that he allowed me to stay around a little longer so I can get myself together. See, I can, all, I can always tell you about this person or that person or what this one doing or what that one doing, but what about what am I doing? How am I edifying the Lord? How am I doing what? I'm not like, I'm, I'm, I'm saying like David. See, David had to come to realize after he had committed sin, some people said uh, Psalm 51 according to uh, 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 theologians that that was his prayer that he was, uh, after he was repenting with Bathsheba, uh, after he had been with Bathsheba and he and killed Uriah, and all of a sudden he decided to repent. But no, David had a mindset of the Lord, believers. That's the thing. His mindset was a repentance thing. He wanted to please God. How many of you really want to please God? See, if you really want to please God, you ain't going to do what everybody else doing. You're willing to come away from that. You're willing to be that separate person. You're willing to give God some separate time, not just leftover time, not just time that you ain't doing nothing with, but time that you, and listen to me, listen to me, listen. I remember when I was driving truck and I had a certain time that I was giving God I remember on one occasion I was, I looked at my watch, I got confused because I was in Central Time, and then I, I, I wasn't thinking, and then when I came up, uh, I was like two or three minutes uh, from having um, the time frame that I had. I immediately pulled over, pulled over on the side of the road, put my flashes on and walked on the bank, up the bank, Right there, and, and the police, uh, the patrol came by and asked me, driver, uh, uh, what's wrong? I said, well, I just had to take some time. I had to go. He said, well, you don't need to be parked on the road. But wait a minute. I was dedicated. I was dedicated in God being glorified in my life. Why? Because it wasn't about what somebody else thought. It would, But see, then we learn a few scriptures then we weasel our way. But see, back to what I was saying to David in the 51st Division of Psalm, David was quick to understand. He said, look, Lord, I sinned against you. It wasn't that he was sinning against just making up excuses. Well, Bathsheba hadn't have been there taking a bath. I wouldn't have did this. I wouldn't have did that. No, David said, look, Lord, create in me a clean heart that I don't do what I'm doing. I want to please you. I don't want to bring you to an open shame. Yes, nobody could, wouldn't have said it, because if they had said it, they'd probably have been killed too. You're talking about the king. You know, we in America, we in a liberal, we're able to talk about the president or our leader, but it, back then you couldn't do these things except uh, they would allow you to. But nevertheless, because my time has run out, nevertheless, here's what I'm trying to get you to understand. We missing God today. We missing God because you don't give God no time. 
Your time is important. Start this year, this calendar year, by dedicating yourself to the Lord, that you can show others, that you'll be able to show yourself as well as others how that you love, truly love God, and that your family members would get converted. Go buy a, a little uh, Dollar Tree, Dollar Store, Dollar whatever, and get some cards sometime, and just pass them out and let them know you love them and Jesus loves them. Do this and watch the, how God will begin to, to, to blossom and blossom in your family and blossom in your children's family and let your children know you're praying for them and begin to spend time every single day of observing some time with you and God. And see, won't the Lord bless? I'm telling you, he will bless you. You need to draw now. We live in a society that everything is taking up our time. Now is the time that you need to set aside and give to the Lord. Father, I thank you. Father, I praise you. Father, I honor you in all that you have allowed me to say this day. Now, Father, I ask you to bless those that heard the word that they might take in their consideration God, that they truly need to dedicate themselves to you and not to do it for the show of the world, but do it because of the fact that they truly love you. God, I thank you. God, I praise you. God, I honor you in all that you're doing. That husband, allow him to stand up and be an example. Show the children what love is all about. Amen. That the love that he doing that he'll be able to be that example. We thank you. We praise you. We honor you. In Jesus the Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. Listen, we would love for you to take time out to visit our website. Amen. And, and uh, we will look to hear from some of you that if you're not getting the proper teaching, Feel free to contact us. We got literature, we got stuff, and and we thank God that next week we'll come out on uh, uh, this month. I'm sorry, I, I want to uh, put it, but this month we're coming out with our new book. Amen. Uh, what grade are you in spiritual? And I suggest that you get that book. It ain't no money. It ain't nothing that you got to do. It just that you have to request and. Uh, Write for the book, amen. That's all we're asking, and if you feel free, feel to lead, give us a donation, we would appreciate it for keep the ministry on the air. That ain't for the book. From one to whatever you want to give, please uh, uh, get the book, and we have many other books. So visit our website, brotherware.org. That, I'm sorry, Brother James Ware. Dot org, amen, and visit us and see what you would love for us to, to do and, and how we can go a higher heights and a deeper depths in you, in the Lord, that you be glorified and that the Lord will glorify uh, you, amen, and cause you to grow in the wisdom and the knowledge of him. My telephone number is 404 Two nine three seven five 
7557. We would love to hear from some of you. Amen. And and I'm telling you, uh, God is doing a great thing. I, when I say a great thing, I know he's calling people's out. Amen. To come away from the tradition and seek after his will. In the name of Jesus, I thank you. Brother Ware is saying, as I always say, you don't have the problems you think you have. All you need is more faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you. Praise the Lord. I pray that the message that you just heard was an eye-opener and a blessing to you. If you would like to hear this message and many of our other messages, please log on to our website, brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. Now, if you have a desire to contact Brother Ware for special prayer or just to be a blessing to our program, you may write a letter to P.O. Box 232, Easley, South Carolina. 29641. That's Brother James Ware, P.O. Box 232, Easley, E A S L E Y, South Carolina 29641. Please include the station that you heard him on. And remember, we are praying that you grow to higher heights and a deeper depth in the Lord. Remember, Ephesians 118. May the Lord bless you. It's too important to give up for anything. Where you live shouldn't limit your access to quality internet. That's not fair. U.S. Cellular introduces fast and fair high-speed internet. With reliable home internet from U.S. Cellular, now there's no limit to how you stream, game, and work. So instead of this, you get this. Upgrade to fast and fair high-speed internet from U.S. Cellular. Upgrade to fair where you live shouldn't limit your access to quality internet. That's not fair. U.S. Cellular introduces fast and fair high-speed internet. With reliable home internet from U.S. Cellular, now there's no limit to how you stream, game, and work. So instead of this, you get this. Upgrade to fast and fair high-speed internet from U.S. Cellular. Upgrade to fair.